0: Hi everyone, welcome to TTT, the Talking Transport Transformation Podcast, brought to you by Tumi, the Transformative Urban Mobility Initiative. We're excited to be coming to you from the International Transport Forum 2023, and we've got a special guest with us today, Yasmin Al Mughrabi. Not only did we have an insightful chat with her for this podcast, but we were also honored to have Yasmin as a speaker at the recent To Me 2023 conference on Feminist Voices in Transport. Lebanese-born Yasmin Al Mugrabi is a regional youth leader representing North America in the Global Youth Coalition for Road Safety, a PhD student in Transportation Engineering and Global Road Safety and Climate Action Activist. She's been recognized as one of the top 10% of changemakers worldwide for her dedication to the UN Sustainable Development Goals. Now, in this episode, we're diving into Yasmin's inspiring journey from winning a student competition to becoming a regional youth leader. Discover her passion for empowering young people and why she is convinced that road safety is a feminist course. We'll also explore the link between road safety, sustainable mobility and the importance of incorporating youth perspectives in planning for safer cities. And a little disclaimer before we get started, this episode was recorded live from ITF, so please excuse any background noise in this episode.
1: Hi, Yasmin. Welcome to the TTT podcast, the 2 podcast. We're here live at the ITF Forum in Leipzig. So, um, for our listeners, we apologize for the background noise and we'll do our best to speak closely to the microphone.
2: Thank you so much for inviting me for this podcast. Um, I would like to
1: start with you in the very beginning of your uh, career as a youth advocate for road safety. And what was actually... A defining moment in your life that led to your advocacy for road safety? And could you tell us a little bit more about that, if there was any?
2: So, my undergraduate study was in uh, civil and environmental engineering. And during my undergraduate study in 2017, I decided to participate in local action concerning civil engineering. And I won in this uh, competition. So, the award was to travel to California Disneyland to attend the American Concrete Institute uh, conference. And when I traveled to this conference, I surprised that about road safety measures. It was the first time for me I pushed the button to cross the road. It was the first time for me I see the pedestrian light. I really surprised. Then in 2018, we also decided to participate in international competition, also in the American Concrete Institute conference. But this time was in Ottawa, in Salt Lake City. So when I went, I used the train for the first time in my life. And I surprised how using public transport was so effective and uh, was so easy. And I really hoped if I can use this public transport, if I can have safety measures like this in Lebanon, because in Lebanon, it was not easy to cross the road. It was uh, not easy even like if you want to drive. And uh, when I returned to Lebanon, you know, transportation engineering is a part of civil engineering, but I was not focusing before these trips, to be honest, in transportation engineering. So here I decided to be like more involved and I read an article that crash is the biggest killer of young people. And I really surprised. And I felt I have the responsibility and I want to do a great impact in my community. As a civil engineer, I want to continue and to be transportation engineer and to be a road safety advocate and save lives of these young people. Thank
1: you so much about this origin story.
2: Um, and then
1: you went on... To become the regional youth leader of youth, yes. road safety in North America, selected by the Global Youth Coalition for Road Safety. How did that come about after those first steps and inspiration? And what does that role really entail?
2: So I joined the Global Youth Coalition for Road Safety when I was doing master's degree. So actually I did two master degree, one in road safety management. I get the scholarship as uh, they choose like six uh, people from the Arab world, and I was one of them. <laughs> and the second master's degree was in uh, transportation, traffic, and highway engineering. So after I finished this two master degrees, I launched my Instagram, road safety by Yasmin. And the Global Youth Coalition for Road Safety supports me during this journey, and they saw my passion for road safety Uh, I was always involved in any opportunity, in any event, in any interview. I was always involved in uh, NGO for road safety in in Lebanon. And I was all the time like volunteer. And people ask me, why you waste your time in, in road safety? Because road safety is not a priority in Lebanon. I told them, no, I'm not wasting my time. Road safety for me is a passion. Road safety for me is like energy. Road safety for me is I'm doing impact. Uh, so for this reason, when they saw like I have the technical as uh, like two master's degree and background of civil engineering. At the same time, I have the passion and I like the social media. I like to do awareness campaign to be involved in, in many things. They chose me to be the Regional Youth Leader of Red Safety in North America, especially that I'm doing now my PhD in, uh, in Florida. So this helped me a lot even to understand young people in USA. And um, my position as Regional Youth Leader of Red Safety in North America, what we are doing. So actually, we want to be sure in the coalition that all young people are represented, are equally represented and as my position i'm empowering and supporting young people in north america uh, through multiple opportunity so the Global Youth Coalition for Road Safety gives a lot of opportunity, skills, and tools. For example, we have a local action that is a program uh, funded Youth-led project with technical support. We also have Youth Academy as education. Uh, we have also SDG Champion, Sustainable Development Goal Champion. So young leaders are able not just to be focused on road safety, but also link road safety and climate change, like road safety and gender equity. That's amazing. That's actually my uh, next question, but before that I want to ask,
1: like, how can young people get involved? What are the steps they should take to be part of that? Mm-hmm.
2: So to be part of the Global Youth Coalition for Road Safety, you you can. it's a free membership, and you need to join to fill out a form, and you will get acceptance. And what matters for us, even if you don't have experience in road safety, we want to see your passion. For road safety, because it's easy to give you uh, the resources uh, using, for example, yours academy, where we give like it's a free platform to teach other people more about road safety. But if you don't have passion, you cannot be, you cannot do an impact. You know, like I met many people who are doing, for example, PhD in transportation engineering. For them, road safety is just from 8 a.m. till 4 p.m. After 4 p.m., the work is finished. And these are so wrong. Road safety is like your behavior. is like your life.
1: That's a great quote. <laughs> um, okay, awesome. So they can, you know, sign up for free, yeah. learn a lot about it, and then build from that and uh, bring it out to the world and become yeah. champions
2: at some point. Yes, of course. And we will be, like, so happy when uh, young people passionate about road safety to join us, because we are sure that these young people will do a great. And I always say that without the Global Youth Coalition for Road Safety, I will maybe not be here. The Global Youth uh, Coalition for Road Safety gives me a lot, a lot of support. And they are one of the reasons that I'm feeling I can do something. Because it's not just about awareness, it's not just about education, but also about advocacy to be sure that we have meaningful youth participation, that young people are at the decision-making table. Yes, that's a
1: great point.
2: Um, I will
1: get to that a little bit later, but before I would like to come back to the point of gender equity, because you already hinted at it. Why is road safety a feminist cause to
2: you? So... Actually, if we see in the data of road crash statistic, we can know that women are more likely to be killed as vulnerable road user, which mean like while walking and cycling. And this, uh, this uh, data, this outcome, give a hint for uh, that our road infrastructure and our connective mobility are not built, and they are not meet the need and perspective of of women, and this means that, are, that this woman and these girls are navigating in the transport system, and it's not safe, it's not secure for them. For example, I can give like a simple example. For me, uh, in Lib- when I was in Lebanon, there is a pedestrian bridge, and usually pedestrian bridge is the safest way for pedestrians to cross the road from one point to another point. But for me, it was not safe to use a pedestrian bridge For just one reason, because there is no light in the night. The pedestrian bridge is covered. So I was feeling scared. So I was preferring to walk a little and cross the road and not using the pedestrian bridge. Another example, for example, public transport here in the U.S. Many of my friends told me, don't use public transport in the night just because they are scared from the sexual harassment for this reason you can see that even women are, are not represented at the decision making table in the transport system so if we really need to have like decrease in the road crash in the uh, injury and in the risk of, of women being like uh, injured uh, while crossing the road or while cycling we need to have women and girls at the decision making table so now i will say we need to have meaningful women and girls participation
1: Thank you so much. Yeah, you're saying to the leaders, take the hint, this is not really safe for us. And I think you also highlighted a good point about it's not just safety in terms of seat belts and yeah. helmets, but also personal security and um, yeah, just feeling involved and invited to travel in the space and to really make it something that people will actually need. Yes.
2: Actually, when you mentioned about the seat belt, when I decided to say for people that I want to be involved in road safety, everyone (laughs) tells me why you want to leave civil engineering and go to road safety, because road safety is just about seatbelt. don't text and drive, don't drink and drive, but road safety is more than this.
1: So, yes, I would like to also make a question regarding this topic. So nowadays many cities are advocating for more sustainable mobility mm. systems. So what do you think is the role of
0: road safety in these equations?
2: For me it's impossible to ha- it's impossible to have sustainable cities, sustainable mobility without road safety and it's also impossible to have road safety without sustainable mobility. So they are related together. For one reason, if if we have like as I mentioned it's public transport which, like, mean sustainable mobility, but it's not safe. Who will use it? So you will have you will have uh, public transport, for example, but no one will use it. Or, for example, when I mentioned about the, the pedestrian bridge, if we don't have all the safety measures for this pedestrian bridge, pedestrian will not use it. So you, we cannot have a sustainable city if we don't consider... Uh, road safety because road safety is a basic human right like everyone have the right to walk safe to go to work safe to go to school to the university and return to their home we don't want to lose more people in in the road just to take action right thank you yes i think you made the points. thank you um you're
1: clearly very passionate about this topic and you make Uh, very well-illustrated arguments for it. So, therefore, I would like to ask you, so as an activist, um, which are the stories or arguments that really achieved that people see road safety in a new light and change their mind about it?
2: Unfortunately, as I'm saying, that people, many people don't think about road safety until a road crash happens, until this catastrophe happens, until we lose... Someone in our family, our friend, or any other person. We are not proactive usually, and these are really so, like, so, this a catastrophe, not just like a problem. For this reason, the only argument that we can give, it's a evidence-based solution. Uh, and for this reason, like, one of this evidence-based solution is the local action that we are doing when we show people that this local action youth-led the project have a really great impact and benefit, and really need to save lives of people. Not just for not just for young people, because when you are improving road safety, you are not improving road safety for just like a one generation. It's beneficial for all the generation. For this reason, for me, like we need to have evidence-based solution, and also now social media play a huge role. And for this reason, I started my, like we can say, program, Rethink Mobility with Yasmin I'm doing it using my Instagram, Road Safety by Yasmeen. So every time I go to any city, I try to show people how, like, for example, walking, cycling, using public transport, is better, for example, from using uh, a car. Or when I go to any place, if I see something are wrong, safety measure, I directly, like, make a video and say this wrong because one, two, three, for this reason, to make people know more about road safety.
1: Yeah, that is a really important point. I think at this summit and also at the TUMIC conference earlier the week, we spoke a lot about showing people what an alternative could look like that maybe they cannot imagine it. And And I can see that... You, using your online platform, can do that for people to say, hey, this is what it looks like here. Maybe this is something we should also consider. Could you maybe give one more example of one of those local youth-led actions that you were just talking about?
2: Yeah, so actually we have youth-led projects everywhere, not just in North America. Uh, one of the local projects is in uh, Nigeria, uh, it's led by, by uh, Simon, he's a uh, so successful and supportive uh, young person, so his uh, project simulates the government uh, road safety assessment and he was able to do a great, great job. Uh, other uh, youth-led project was bike, uh, we have also about school safety zone. Uh, now in USA for the first time, a local project went and focus about the equity for black people. That's amazing. Um, maybe you could also mention already
1: where can people find out more about this and we will link it in the show notes.
2: Yes, of course. so they can find more in the claiming our space. Uh, This website, you can find more information about the coalition, about the uh, local action project, also about the SDG champion, about the regional youth leader, about your academy and many other other opportunities. Okay, wow. All I know
1: is (laughs) there. Great. Um, Then I wanted to ask, you know, uh, the specific perspective of youth that is something very important Mm -hmm. to you. So, What is something that you learned from other youth leaders and why is it important to integrate the perspectives of youth when planning transport systems?
2: Uh, I learned from them four important things. Success, passion, action, and nothing is impossible. I was really surprised by young people make development and action, make their belief in true uh, they're finding their voices like every young peop- every young person have a story different from other I was inspired by a story of young people as change as uh, age uh, as uh, uh, change agent uh, from different background different culture different opinion different perspective uh, this this young people they are not just a leader they are also a change makers and for me if we really want to see uh, reducing in road crash statistic. We must be at the same table of as decision maker. If we want really to achieve the uh, the target of reducing road uh, road injuries and fatality by fifty percent by twenty thirty, we need to work with road safety uh, young road safety advocate.
1: I'd like to know. What are some of the touch points in your work related to gender equity and road safety and how they relate to each other?
2: So actually, in the Global Youth Coalition for Road Safety, we have SDG Champions, Sustainable Development Goal Champions. And of course, we have uh, the SDG 5, uh, Gender Equality champion. So we realized the policy brief for SDG 5 that explain more how we can engage women, how we can work with women, what the, what, how we can do like really a gender equality, how we can have meaningful women and girls at the decision making table. And we also include in this uh, policy brief, uh, a case study, a uh, local action with the benefit and outcome. Thank you so
1: much. To me, and with Women, Mob, Less Women, uh, which you are familiar mm-hmm. with because
2: you were selected yeah. as
1: one of the remarkable feminist voices in transport in
0: 2023.
2: And I'm so happy and excited. Thank you so much for this. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so we speak not only about gender equity in the
1: transport system from the transport mm-hmm. user perspective, also in the sector and as, uh, yeah, as a place of work. So as a PhD student in transport engineering specifically, what would you tell other young women at the beginning of their careers in a field where women are still underrepresented?
2: Believe in yourself, because if you don't believe in yourself, no one will believe that you can do something. When I was accepted in civil and environmental engineering, people told me, oh, you, you will not do something why you want to, to be a civil engineer. When I wanted to participate in the competition, people told me you will not win. You are a woman, an engineer, you will not win. But I'm here now. <laughs> so believe in yourself. Be sure that you can do impact, change in yourself, and because this change will make influence in the lives of other people. I'm sure that The impact of women in transportation is not just related to have a great impact for women, but also for other, for youth, children, um, for everyone, for every pedestrian, every passenger, every driver. So we need you. We need you to be in the transportation. We need you to have an impact because I really like this during this week when I met women because of Tumi conference and when I met the Remarkable Feminist Voice and Transport, I was inspired by this woman. They are great, they are so supportive, they are so successful. What they are doing, especially like also the culture and social uh, boundary, it's something amazing. They are They make it from something impossible to be possible. I'm so proud of them really.
1: Yeah, it really shines a light on the support. Um, Yesterday there was in the morning also a session on gender that I participated in and one of the speakers, uh, Robin Chase, was also one of the remarkable feminist voices. She was saying that it's sometimes really hard to have young women maybe imagine what the kinds of jobs in transport are, that it's not just uh, one thing, that it's not just technical jobs. So how do you think we can make... You know, everybody realized that there are so many different types of jobs in transport.
2: So concerning this, we need to give them like more tools, more resources, more awareness, more education about what you can do in transportation. Because maybe people think that, like for example, uh, I heard a lot that road safety, how road safety is related to transportation. So even some people don't know that road safety is related to transportation engineer, for example. For this reason, we need to make like more awareness for this woman, what you can do in this sector. We can, you can do one, two, three. They need to hear stories from other women that they achieve something great so they can see, like, oh, I can do also this if this woman did it, so I can also do it. Mm-hmm. And she's interesting and yeah. inspirational
1: so that- there must be something interesting about the transport
2: sector. Yeah. And, and you know, like during my during my journey, I was always inspired by women in transportation engineering. And every time I see like any woman in transport sector, uh, even like if we are not like connecting a lot or something, I always go and tell her, I'm so proud of you. I'm so glad of what you are doing because what you are doing make me feel so motivated and insist in improving road safety and have more sustainable mobility. So really women mobilize women.
1: Thank you so much. This has been a pleasure, Yasmin.
2: Thank you so much, really. I really enjoyed this podcast. Thank you.
0: Thank you very much to our remarkable guest, Yasmin Almograbi, and to all the listeners for joining us today. This episode is part of a series of interviews featuring remarkable feminist voices in transport. And as we conclude, remember, Yasmin, road safety is a basic human right. Everyone deserves to move safely. We wish you a great day and hope that you keep advocating for sustainable mobility systems for all. Goodbye.